Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello and welcome to another episode of Friends with Friends. My name's Pete and another year older is Dave Cribb. Ahoy, hoy. I know, I do feel it, actually. I'm 36 now, Pete, and there's something about the word, that the, the number 36. You're beyond mid-30s. No, disagree. Hard disagree. I feel like four, five, six is mid and seven, yeah, eight, okay. nine is late. that's fair, actually, yeah. Uh, and I'm clinging on to that with all my might, so please don't take that away from me. Okay, um, fine. But it does feel like I'm t- I've tipped over in a different way into that sort of just, like, grown... You know, it's like... I, basically the ongoing moral dilemma in my life of why aren't you a proper grown-up yet? A 36-year-old man sounds like a grown-up and you're not ah, one. Ah, but Dave, mm. what what defines a proper grown-up? Well, I mean, that's true. That is absolutely true. I'd say, well, I don't know. I don't, I don't really know. I just, do you ever feel like a grown-up? That's, well, that's the big question today. Uh, so this is quite deep, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? Quite deep in the opening throws of the podcast yeah well i just i just i don't look how about we check it out there and say look is it because i i suspect strongly and this is very sort of normative and this isn't for everyone clearly because me and you are here but like having kids for example feels like a moment where you might feel like a grown-up you've got like a whole other thing but but when people there. when people first have kids they're often like what the fuck right like, so that's that perhaps means that they don't feel grown up right so i don't know to, to, to sum up I literally do not know i can't think of anything that that's but that's what i mean is that's the only thing that i feel like could be different in my life that would trigger a a, a significant change in how i feel you know i got a bloody dog like i've got a you know i got something to look after still don't feel like a grown-up just feel like Need to, to bloody take him for a walk, and that's a faff. Hmm. Fair. If only we were doing a Friends episode that had, uh, in some part at least, uh, a character who was struggling to uh, adapt as a, an independent woman in a big city. Yeah, it's almost exactly how I feel. Yeah. I'm very early Rachel, but she's, what, 24 here and trying to become an actual grown up. See, the Friends all seem, bizarrely, like grown-ups much earlier than I do. Do you know what I mean? They, like, Ross, 
always seems like a grown up, even though he's like 24, 25 in these early seasons. Because well, he's yes, got like, other than in relationships, in which yeah. he doesn't seem grown up, other than when he has a child. No, that's true. But do you know what I mean? Like, he's got that job and he's got a kid and he feels very, like, you know, a responsible sort of adult in many ways. Yeah, of course. He's got his issues, hasn't he? But is that equating to being a grown-up. Anyway, look, we could talk about this for hours, and let's not, because let's face it, this is just my current internal crisis, and nobody's that fussed about that. <laughs> so let's talk about no, anything you're, else. You're externalising it now, Dave, and that's, that's, that's part of progress, isn't it? Do you know what, Pete? I've got a platform and I'm going to use it. Yeah. <laughs> for yeah, better or it. for worse. Uh, shall we crack on with this week's episode Double requester. It is a double requester. It's Chloe and Georgina. Whose requester would you like first? Uh, Let's go alphabetical. I'd like Chloe's first. Chloe. Ahoy hoy. Ahoy hoy, Chloe. I'd like to request the one with the East German laundry detergent. Surprised it's not been taken already. Me too, you know. Me too. After you said that last week, I had this horrible feeling that we (laughs) might have done it already, but I'm, I'm pretty confident we haven't. I had the same panic and then forgot to do anything about that. So I'm glad you checked. Uh, and look, if we have, at one point we might, due to an admin error, do the same episode that we've done like four years I'd ago. I'd say that's highly likely. And it'd point. be fascinating to know the sorts of things that we said and if they are the same or if our brains just work on a very sort of day-to-day basis and come to completely different thoughts, you know? I can say with some confidence it'd be the latter. Yes, I think that probably would be. Uh, so maybe we should make that a thing. Maybe actually, if people keep saying what you're going to do when you finish all the episodes, maybe we'll just we go just around again. Go around again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. There's probably enough. We'll just be here forever. <laughs> yeah, just enough in our brains of nonsense to, to at least fuel a slightly different episode each time. Anyway, back to Chloe's massage. There's a fun mix of pairings with the gang trying to impress... Oh no, what I've done is um, missed out a word on this full stop. There's a fun mix of pairings with the gang, full stop. Ross trying to impress Rachel before he got creepy, sure. Another dumping of Janice, brackets poor Janice. Well, yeah, another or the first, actually. The, the original. The, the, o, the OD, the original dumping. Um, well, it's not a nice phrase, is it? And a bizarre scenario <laughs> with Monica and Joey, which is just about believable. Yeah, I know what you mean. We'll talk about the plausibility of that scenario. Uh, in a few minmons. As a side note from a previous podcast episode, I'd like to think I contributed to the top-ranking podcast in Pakistan in October 2019. I regularly travelled there with work pre-COVID, and you've kept me company with your shenanigans, so thanks for that, Uh, and you're welcome. So for context, um, uh, on occasion we dig through how Friends with Friends as a podcast ranks in the old podcast charts around the world, and... There was, for some bizarre reason, when we when we were big in Pakistan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd completely forgotten about that. That is a real, yeah, wow. Uh, meanwhile, Georgina, uh, same request. Uh, the one with the East German laundry detergent, please. Uh, I watched this last week and it cracked me up. Last week being the 2nd of May, Peter. Uh, uh-oh, the laundry's done. Great song. Also, nice character. Oh, <laughs> also a nice character. That's it. And then she says, oops, set that prematurely. I was going to say it's a nice bit of character development for Rachel. Um, indeed it is. So there you go. The Juan with the East German laundry detergent. We're going all the way back to the first the weeks of Friends, really, isn't it? It's season one, episode five. I think 
Um, one of the early signs that we are in very early friends yeah. is it still feels like Ross is still getting to know Rachel. Like she still feels new to the group and the way he talks to her is very like she's this sort of shiny new thing that he's quite nervous about all over again. Yes, I know what you mean, actually. it's it. What was strange watching it back, there's, a, there's an incident right at the start. Well, I say incident, there's just a moment where... Rachel asks, does anyone want anything? And Ross is sort of um, flimming and flamming around trying to order a a thing very vaguely. Do you know what I mean? He's like, oh, this nutty, chocolatey, cakey thing. And she's tapping her pencil on the notepad. And when that happened, my immediate, like my brain's immediate reaction was, oh, they've broken up and she's pissed off. You know, like there's something like that. And it wasn't. It was just uh, sort of she'd had a bad week and something was coming out. But it felt like, uh, yeah, we'd completely regressed into this time before they have any complications, you know? Yeah, and it, it's a nice it's a nice dynamic, isn't it? And that whole laundry um, plot line, which we should we start with that? Where do you want to start? Oh, the synopsis. I'm not even the synopsis. Yeah, yet. start with that. Ah, oh, the flipping synopsis. Okay, here we go. Four, five, six, six, five, three. Oh, it's a long one. I'm gonna cut it down as I go. I reckon Live you can editing. probably do a better one yourself. Chandler and Phoebe decide to break up with their partners, Janice and Tony. That is a weird way of starting the, <laughs> the synopsis. <laughs> Neither of those characters we've met before. And, t- and Tony we see literally from the side quickly, don't we? Yeah. Uh, poor old, imagine being Tony in Friends. Who did you play? That's Tony. Oh. Oh. Uh-oh, the laundry's one done. One sec. One sec. Did you take your headphones off and you missed my laundry-based reference there? Guys, I'm absolutely livid. So, what's going to happen here is when Pete gets back, I'm going to repeat that joke um, because I don't think he heard it. I say it's a joke; it's just a line from the episode we just watched. So, um, this is going to be you know, enjoy this when you come back to edit this, Pete. It's just me filling some time. All very excited to know what the hello. Uh oh, the laundry's done. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, it's nothing exciting. Uh, what was it? Uh, it's it's uh, some some clothes I'd ordered, Dave. Oh, was that your doorbell? Yeah, well, flat in it. Have we had this before? Yeah, but I'd have been a yeah, flat we as well. And it's yeah, we have. See, this is this goes back. to... Did you just do that thing you did last time when I went to the door, in that you like carried on talking, and I only realised that you carried on talking when I came back to edit it. We'll never know. I mean, you'll yeah. find out in about well, I will, three in hours. Yeah, shortly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, let's find out. Hey, that'll be a nice surprise for you. Um, meanwhile, Phoebe's breakup goes well, but Chandler has a harder time requiring Phoebe's help. Ross and Rachel do laundry together, though Rachel's never done it before. And Joey wants to date his ex-girlfriend Angela, who's now seeing a man called Bob. So he arranges a double date with Monica and the couple, telling Monica that so Angela many and names. Bob are so siblings. Many names. I know. Yeah. Are you opening the package right now, mid podcast? No, I'm moving it. All right. Goodness. Goodness. Good. Goodness. What? Goodness. Goodness. Ahoy. Uh, so there you go. Yeah, there are a lot of new names, a lot of new information. Again, going back to sort of what we were talking about a minute ago, this is the first time we ever see Janice, and Janice is just a sort of a, a person they reference until she becomes a fully formed character. But where would you like to start, Pete? Would you like to start with the laundry, the double date, or the Janice? Let's start with the Janice. Yeah, because actually it's just a fairly short and sweet bit, isn't it? it keeps well, I was quite surprised by how early in Friends... Not only Janice is a thing, but also Ugly Naked Guy gets a mention. And I was quite surprised that two very long-running 
characters, although to put Janice on the same category as Ugly Naked Guy, I feel is a little unfair to her. Um, but yeah, what are we, like five episodes in? Bam, there they both are. Yes, well, Ugly Naked Guy, interesting one as well, because this is hyper niche, but uh, I think, is it Monica makes reference to he's laying down kitchen tiles? Yeah. And as we know, you can't seem to what becomes Ross's kitchen from from, from anywhere. Yes. I know you never see yeah. his kitchen. It's it's really yeah. hidden away. We see it about twice. So um God knows where he's laying down those kitchen tiles. Uh, mm. but Janice, yeah, Janice it's it's interesting because up to a point Janice and Tony are on the same pegging. <laughs> they are two people they're about to be broken up with by two of the main friends. Yeah, we're we're only a few episodes in and Janice is already getting binned off. That's the first the first contribution to the entire series is Janice getting dumped. Yeah. Um, and I, I do wonder how uh, regular she was supposed to be. Do you know what I mean? Was she supposed yeah. to be just like a comedy character that that Chandler dumps in this storyline and then we never see from it and then we never hear from again? I don't know. But obviously we know that now not to be true. Did you notice at the start, though, she sort of speaks not like Janice? Yeah, I know what you mean. She came in and it's only about five or ten seconds. And I think it's basically until she does her big, her big laugh, which... The story goes that she did that. Maggie Wheeler just did that um, when when Matthew Perry told a joke or something, and they said, "Oh, keep that, keep that, do that as part of the character." Um, but up until then, she's sort of talking quite normally without that sort of Janice nasal quality, you know. Um, and then it sort of suddenly flips back in. That was me clicking the flipping it back in. Hmm. A few sound effects. The sound effects budget's gone right up on this podcast. Um, but yeah, basically, poor old Janice being very sweet and normal and getting. <laughs> absolutely screwed over immediately she's not even annoying and then there's that one point where i mean chandler's quite annoying because he has a a sort of quite dangerous level of caffeine throughout this episode because there's an ongoing joke about him requiring coffee to to break up with her so he has espresso after espresso Mm. um one bit where where chandler breaks up with janice and she gets upset and she just like fans herself a little bit to try and like right. suppress the the yeah. upset. And he acts like she's behaving really unreasonably. It's like, <laughs> no, mate, you're dumping her. She's allowed to be sad. Like yeah. she's not. She's not like embarrassing herself. She's just emotional about the fact you're dumping her, and that's fine. It's a woman being broken up with, trying not to cry in public, and he yes, basically that's allowed. Yeah, and he basically goes, "What the fuck is wrong with this? Wo- what a bunny boiler mad woman here? You know, of course." Yeah. Yeah. This is going to be sad. Yeah, you're quite right. She gets the really short shrift right from the start, does our Jan. Like you say, up until that point, you know, she's bought him some nice socks, thoughtful gift. She's not done anything that you could categorise as annoying. She's just been someone that we're led to believe Chandler's not that interested in anymore, you know? Yeah. Um, and then he hits her in the eye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God, poor Janet. She has a really tough time. She really uh, did you know she leaves her shopping in the Central Perk as well after Phoebe hugs her and, and sort of sees her off? She's out of there, which is fair enough. Yeah, that's that's. I do remember sort of thinking that years ago, thinking, what does Phoebe say in those situations? And I know that's the joke, but be a very useful thing to know, wouldn't it, Pete? So, I okay. mean, Phoebe's, break, Phoebe's dumping of, um, what was he called, Tony? Tony. It lasts like literally about five seconds it's 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 all like what could you possibly say you know um yeah it's 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 implausible yeah exactly but you know she's obviously got away with it and everyone feels good after it and chandler gets that nod from janice doesn't she she sort of looks at him and goes oh, 
all the best and walks mm. out calmly and serenely so whatever phoebe's words are they are good talking of words do you notice what janice's first words in friends are oh my god yeah but not said yeah. in the way of her catchphrase but they are actually her first words in in all her friends she just goes oh my god i had the most supremely awful day yeah um, she just comes in a bit flustered doesn't she yeah but what what a nice i imagine not deliberate but the way it's worked out what a nice little touch Uh, the double date, shall we? Yes, the double date. One of the most audacious and bizarre plans by any character in Friends, I'd say this by Joey. And Friends gets a, a, an incest confusion storyline in there early, doesn't it? Very quick with the incest, Like, you've it? never got a little rambunctious with your siblings. <laughs> that, is, that is one of the worst lines in all it's of... It's awful. Uh, uh, at this stage, Joey should have bailed on the idea a long time ago, but he's... He doubles down, doesn't he? decided that doubling down and suggesting that Monica has basically fornicated with her brother is the way to go here. I mean, basically, from the start of this... Why doesn't he just do what he does halfway through the meal and go, here's a thing, Monica, I want to get back with this girl. Can you do me a favour and come and, you know? Because she's really on board almost immediately, isn't she? When when Joey says, why don't we just try and break him up and you can try and bang that really hot guy. By the way, Matt LeBlanc in this episode, really hot. Yeah. Big arms, tight-fitting T-shirt, good-looking young Matt LeBlanc is a thumbs up. This is the Mac LeBlanc they cast, isn't it? You know, yeah. this is exactly the one they wanted in Friends. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just it's very strange that he goes for this tack. I'd say I, I appreciate, but then there wouldn't be a storyline. No, of course. But I he, he could have said to Monica, like I feel like there's another comedy plot in Come on, Monica, let's go on this date and try and break them both up. Yeah, well, it could have worked as easy, as well as a sitcom plot line. Yeah. And certainly better as a real humans plot line. Yeah. Because uh, it's like, what was the initial conversation at the restaurant when they arrived? You know, like how, how did they get away with it for so long? I would have thought, because there is a point where Monica's telling a story and, and um, Angela is sort of leaning in and, you know. Yeah, what is she doing? She's like got her hand like in his, like on his, chest under his shirt between his yeah, buttons exactly exactly that yeah and at that point monica is basically i mean monica's being fucking thick at this point isn't she she's yeah. going god these guys are creepy weird siblings i mean much earlier than that i'd have thought you'd have gone this is not what i've been told it is <laughs> i also think uh you know when joey is trying to put the guy off angela yes by Pointing out that she eats like a, squir- a squirrel, I think he says. Yes, yeah. Um, I mean, this is one of my favourite lines, so I'm using it here. Um, but I also like that he adds, or a weasel. But I wouldn't necessarily say we. It's the way he says it, or a weasel. Um, right. But I wouldn't necessarily say weasel is uh, a, a noisy eating animal. But maybe I've just not. <laughs> maybe I've just not watched enough weasels. You know. <laughs> If there's one thing we've learned this week is you've not watched enough weasels eat. Yeah, um, I mean you could have like you could just mention any animal like badger, kangaroo, like just any old animal. Yeah, it doesn't seem synonymous with a noisy eater, does it? No. So it takes Monica too long to catch on. Joey finally tells her the plan, and Angela and Bob are really up for being broken up almost immediately, aren't they? Yeah. Like as soon as they decide that's the plan, Angela's nibbling at the chicken wings and giving Joey like the sexy eyes Bob and Monica are flirting away over the other side I'd say that chicken wings is one of the hardest 
types of food to eat and try to make sexy, which she clearly is doing with Joey because she is flirting with him. Um, chicken wings, an inherently unsexy food to eat. Hundred percent, the messy as anything, aren't they? Uh, and I tell you what's really impressive is that they managed to make chicken wings both sexy in the way that she's eating them for Joey, but also in a way that puts Bob off. That's quite impressive, that, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. They managed to find a way of going, look, she, she eats like a kangaroo. I can't remember what it was. Oh, a weasel. Um, <laughs> so that's bad. But also Joey's like, I'm really into this. Yeah. Um, I'd say the other, I'd say that the least sexy food to eat, can you top a pot noodle? Can I top a pot? I see your pot noodle and yeah. I raise you it's um, uh, hard, isn't it? Oh, that is hard. Like the problem is, there's not a situation in which you'd probably be eating a pot noodle on a first date, hopefully. But in terms of the messiness, it's just hard to eat one in any sort of stylish way, isn't it? Yeah, I think you might. You might. Um, let us know if you could uh, think of a food that's. <laughs> Well, yeah, what I'd like specifically is a food that is a plausible first date food that you should never spaghetti. order. Right, spaghetti. But spaghetti weirdly has... Ah, but... Be- la- because of Lady <laughs> you know the Tramp. About- <laughs> I was about to say, the sentence that was about to come out my mouth was, but Lady the Tramp made it sexy. And then I thought, hang on, they're dogs. They are cartoon dogs. <laughs> But I agree because of them. It has, I was going to say it has a romantic implication. Spaghetti, you know, yeah. sharing a sharing. But I mean, they eat it messily. To be fair, Lady in the Tramp. They're not. They're not clean eaters. Those two. Well, they're dogs. Hounds. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but it does have a romantic connotation. So I think if you got spaghetti, you'd be like, "This is messy, but it's romantic." Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Whereas a pot noodle is kind of the same thing, but with thin, horrible noodles and the the splashing. If you, all all of that, it's just hard to eat a pot noodle. Yeah. With any sort of style. The involvement of boiling a kettle has no role in any sexy <laughs> meal, I don't think. No, it, you shouldn't be having a pot noodle on the first date. You really shouldn't. Um, but there's no rules. Who's to say that if you've had a successful first date with a pot noodle, uh, we've got anything to say about However, it? However. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Friends. Of friends. Yeah. Odd related stuff that you do on a date, in the eyes of Chandler at least. Chandler thinks that. It's, he tells Ross it's a date when they're going to the laundrette together, which absolutely isn't a date, but he puts the fear of God into Ross by saying it's a date. So Pot Noodle, probably in Chandler's eyes, pretty romantic because he thinks going to the laundrette is, is romantic. Take a Pot Noodle down the laundrette, Bob's your uncle. What exactly. a first date that'll be. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Uh, before we move on to the laundry plotline, the only other thing I'd like to flag about the double date um, is the bottles of beer on the table. Do you notice them? Don't they just say beer on them? Beer, yeah. <laughs> just says beer. It's like a, a high school play. It's Generic incredible beer. scenes. Yeah. Yeah, really, really, really enjoyed that. Also, in that double day, actually, while I think about it, the one thing I really clocked was how often they managed to find scenarios in a dinner date where the two pairings, the two men and the two women, were alone together to chat about things. Yeah. You know? I mean, there is that moment where Monica's like, hey, Joey, can I talk to you over here? I think I've got something in my eye. And- that one makes sense. But what doesn't make Does sense it? is why... Well, no, it doesn't make sense, obviously, but at least that one's explained. Do you right. know what I mean? Monica's gone, come over here. I want to... I mean, yeah, I've got something in my eye. Come over here under a light here. so you can look in <laughs> my eye. Yeah, yeah. That's come over here, my eye, where my eye will be when I move my eye to over there. But why, for example, would Monica and Angela be in the bathroom together for so long when they don't know each other? And why would Joey and Bob be at the bar yeah, in a restaurant? Fa- famous not. for table service restaurants, aren't they? Yes. <laughs> Just very... It's very... Um, Crowbarred scenario-based positioning. What a phrase! Never thought I'd say that. Uh, all right, okay. Onto the laundry, the laundry plot line. Is it? Um, I've never used a laundrette. I was trying to think if I had used a laundrette, and I'm not sure I have either. And I certainly haven't got any knowledge of the sort of rules and regulations and sort of social boundaries of a laundrette like Ross does. Ross is very, very streetwise, but in a kind of very low-key way here, isn't he? And as someone who's never used a laundrette, I yeah. I wonder if I'm right in assuming that they are always so busy and full of people on a Saturday night because it's it's the place to be isn't it <laughs> it's it's so I couldn't quite work out what was bleaker that Monica and Rachel had made plans to do their laundry together on a Saturday night as a sort of social activity or that Ross had so little else going on that he determined that to be a better social option and that's not to say doing nothing on a Saturday night is bad. I've done nothing on a Saturday night plenty. So actually, I think, you know, and given we know he's completely in love with Rachel and just wants to spend any time with her. But Monica and Rachel can do laundry any time. Like Saturday day, for example, would have been fine. Also, why do they make out that going to a... Maybe this is, again, accurate. It looks like going to a laundrette looks like it requires half a fucking day. It's so much Three washes and then drying and, like, it just takes fucking ages. Well, this brings us back to the debate we've had in this podcast before about separating your washes out. And all I would say is, and I know you're a separator, all I would say is three machines for one load of laundry is hugely inefficient. No wonder that horrible woman's pissed because you're hogging all the machines with your three yeah, loads. There's only about nine machines in that whole laundrette and you're taking them up with yeah. with your... That's only Rachel's wash. Presumably Roth is also 
taking up at least two, because we know he's not taking any delegates with him on Chandler's advice. Yeah. Um, that is the scene you referred to earlier when Chandler is saying, oh, it's a date, it's a date, prep for the date. Now, there's a lot to unpick Oh, here. God, I know, I know what you're going to say. What do you? Go on. Fabric conditioner? Right, the fabric conditioner. Have you ever looked at someone's fabric conditioner? Well, no, but also I've never felt insecure about the fact that I use fabric conditioner, as if it, no, it, it reduces my masculinity somehow. Oh, yeah, and I so, obviously have a lot of that to lose, so... <laughs> Fabric softener is an absolute joy of laundry. It, it's a game changer. And I don't care what you say, if you just use detergent or a thing, you're not, you're not getting the best then smelling wash. Then your T-shirts wash. are stiff. Yeah, they're stiff, they're not soft, and they don't smell as good. They just don't. Fabric, I've got some, I mean, I don't, I don't want to brag, Pete, but I've got Fabric Softener on a Amazon subscribe and save things once a month. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it's the sort of thing I would always forget to buy. That's My subscribe and saves are completely filled with those things, things that I would just otherwise keep forgetting to buy over and over again, you know? Does it come at, <laughs> does it come at appropriate intervals, or do you have a, a backlog? No, I've, I've balanced it. Yeah, I had a, I had a pretty. No, uh, so how how many in, what intervals does it come? I think at? it's once every six weeks. I get a bottle okay. of it. I think okay, something fair. like that. I I did have a there was a there was a big backlog at one point. Same with dishwasher tablets. Another thing that I've got on. You're on listening to order. Friends with Friends, <laughs> <laughs> and I did have quite a lot of those. But now I think I've found the balance. I think I'm you know. Pretty zen with the level of deliveries I get. The dye on uh, Rachel's red sock is pretty powerful, isn't it? Do you know what? Again, going back to the separating laundry issues, that is an implausible level of uh, colour bleeding because that sock is still completely red as well. It is bright red, and yet it has unleashed chaos on all Rachel's whites. All of Rachel's whites. And that is a woman, by the way, with a lot of whites. Mm. She's got basically a whole machine's worth of whites. Um, which, yeah, I don't know. I've got n- no more really to say about that. Do we? <laughs> that um, was just an observation. <laughs> it's uh, fit and proper to draw attention to a problematic line, which uh, on this occasion comes from the mouth of Rachel. Laundry spaz. Yeah. Not. Yeah, doesn't, we, it really doesn't sit well, does it? No, absolutely not. Let's let's not make the old. Well, I can appreciate that that word was unfortunately more common use at the time. You don't hear it much, thankfully, these days. I don't think you hear it at almost at all these days, do you? It's one of the ones that I think's really died out. Good. Um, but yeah, it did. It, it was very jarring in the mix, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, just going back to that scene where Chandler's giving Ross bizarre romantic advice about his laundry and his date with Rachel, as well as making him feel bad about the softener and the snuggles and all of that. I just wonder why Chandler's in Ross's bedroom while he's sorting his laundry in the first place. Yeah. What's, what what social scenario is is happening there? Like, if I've got a friend round, even a good friend, I can't imagine being like, do you mind just coming in to the bedroom with me while I sort through my laundry? Like, I'll just, I'll do that when I'm on my own at home. Yeah, that's a private task, isn't it? That's a private task, isn't it? You can just do that at a time when you're not entertaining or hanging out with somebody. But, you know, they, they make no reference to why Chandler's in there or, or... I mean, clearly their weekends are incredibly boring because they're planning laundry at Saturday night, but Chandler's got very little to do in this prep for breaking up with Janice. I feel like there's not really 
that much to kind of say about this plot because it's just quite a nice sort of laying of the foundations of Rachel and Ross being a thing. Very early doors and friends. Nice little minor character with the incredibly nasty woman in the yeah, bizarre outfit. Yeah, she's good, isn't she? The horrible, the fashion choices from her, that hat and T-shirt combination, like the hat or the T-shirt on its own Maybe is she's having bold. to wear those because she's everything else is in the wash. <laughs> yeah, everything else is in the laundry. Uh, she, um, she, Her name was Camille Saviola, and Pete, she died just last October. And excellent in this role, isn't she? Like, she's horrible. She's genuinely horrible. She's the sort of person where, even though you know it's a light-hearted sitcom, you're like, oh, what a Yeah, what a horrible that. woman. <laughs> yeah, but what a sign of a good a good actor. Um, and my only other point, like, throughout this episode at different times, not necessarily just in this storyline, but it's weird that some scenes seem to, like, end quite coldly. Like, it feels like Friends is still very much kind of finding its format and its structure of scenes yeah. in episodes. Like, it's it's still testing the water a little bit. Yeah, definitely. And I really like it. It feels very raw and early days before, like you say, they found that rhythm, which becomes such a regular rhythm, doesn't it? It becomes a proper formula, doesn't it? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Even the stuff in right at the start of the, um, the cold open, which we haven't talked about yet, but it's such a different vibe to later friends. They're just sitting around talking about... It's, it's basically like really basic comedy in the sense that it's and the writing's very good obviously I'm not saying that and the jokes are good but it's the difference between men, women and men it's observational comedy isn't it they're just sort of saying oh I can't believe you can take a bra out of your sleeve oh I can't believe you can pee standing up all that sort of stuff and it's it is the sort of thing that I guess a group of people just sitting around in a coffee house might be chatting about randomly but we don't get as much of that later on in, in Friends and I really like that for the for the sort of tone of it you know yeah, it's just uh, identifying their friendships and things, isn't it? There's a lot to delve in. We could delve into Rachel's relationship with her parents, and we know it's complicated and she has, it, you know, there's a lot going on there. What I would say, though, is traditionally, as I understand it, and this goes back to what we were saying at the start of the podcast, I'm not a kid expert, but as I understand it, and this isn't just from my parents, if you're listening, don't parents tend to go the opposite way when their grown-up kids are hanging around at home and want to get the fuck rid of them. Yes. <laughs> Rather than sort of trying Cling to dra- drag them back in with promises of a car. Yeah. I certainly imagine once you've sort of fed and housed a human for the best part of 20 years, you'd be like, away you go. Yeah. Good luck to you. This has been good. We're going to go on holiday. Away you years. fly. Right. And... No wonder Rachel ends up with so many uh, issues in this regard because that is that's a lot of pressure and just lots of strange interactions with your with your parents to be sort of kept in the fold so tightly. Uh, and on that note, all that's left to say is how fucking big is that box of Ubervice? Yeah, lot there. That won't be arriving every six weeks, will it? He's going to. It bloody won't, Peter. He's gone too far. That's going to last for the next five years. And he's going to, uh, you know, I haven't used a, a Ger- East German as well. Strange for the time. I mean, yes, the Berlin Wall is very much down and has been for at least five or six years based on depending on when that episode came out. Um, but I haven't used one, but I imagine starchy. Hmm. That's what I'd guess. Stiff clothes you're going to have for a few years there, Ross, I'm afraid, mate. Do you have a quiz? Yeah, but tell me your favourite lines because I've forgotten to write mine down. Um, I really like Angela's very matter-of-fact response when Joey compliments her clothing 
um, uh, yeah. when she says, that's because I'm wearing a dress that accents my boobs. Yeah, and it's how uh, honest and matter of fact that she says that. Love that. Oh, I also noted down Phoebe asking Rachel, what's the matter? Why so scrunchy? Because uh, Rachel <laughs> yeah. was, I mean, nobody even laughs at it, but I thought it was nice. The little, is nice, the fact that Rachel it? is looking tense. So she asks her, why so scrunchy? I like that. Yeah. Um, it's it's very early Phoebe, isn't it? Floopy and scrunchy and all that sort of stuff. Right. Would you like to do a quiz? I would like to do a quiz. It comes with a warning, actually. There's there's a couple of things here, actually, because Amy, I think, has taken to sending some advice as well as a quiz now. So this is a message that I haven't forwarded on to you. She says, says, also, since you're probably going to be discussing laundry, as you often do. (laughs) It's our thing. That's true. Clothes horse. Clothes horse, as you often do, but this episode really encourages it. Yes, fair, thanks. I think it's about time I let you guys know that drying your clothes on a clothes horse causes damp in your house. Not if you're well ventilated, actually. I'm anti-tumble drying because I don't hate the environment, but might I recommend you guys get dehumidifiers. They also make your clothes dry faster. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I've never had damp in a house, actually, that was caused by a clothes horse, that's what I would say. So... Mm. I think you're quite right, Peter. Windows and doors, crucial to the drying. Yeah. You wouldn't want to box them up in a small room, would you? No, not at all. But have you ever had a dehumidifier? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, Richard, you low. Uh, do the quiz. Do the quiz. <laughs> it does come with a warning. Question one. Oh, this is, Amy's warned that it's it's very hard. Yeah, she said, I don't know why, but I've made it really hard this week. Um, well, there you go. Question one is, have you ever owned a D... De- oh, no, hang on. Uh, what magazine is Ross reading in Central Perk? No idea. What magazine? Okay, if it's this level of quiz, we've got absolutely no chance. The answer is the subject of the magazine. Dinosaurs. Cycling. I always mean, always on about cycling, isn't he, Ross? Yeah, Bloody cannot, love cycling. Cannot shut Ross up about bikes, can you? Uh, question two... Oh, wrong. Uh, oh, yeah. <clears throat> other things though uh question two what time are ross and rachel meeting to do the laundry seven correct answer is seven ish but i think i'll let you have that <sighs> yeah let's have that please um if you don't got this so do a yes noise correct Ba-ding. uh question the three sound effects aren't working live so we'll put the stings in later but i do feel like the these sound effects now oh, yeah, stay in the edit, aren't they? Can't be asked. <laughs> Question three. What's the name of the restaurant where the double date takes place? Do you know what? Actually, I know this. It's it's Fiorelli's or something. Fiorello's. Fiorello's. And I only know that because I paused it on the on the window where it's written to make some notes at one point. That was just after a specific scene. I was like, oh, I need to write a few things down about that. And I paused it. And so on my TV screen for about 45, 50 seconds was the logo on the window. So well I'm going to give myself that. We didn't quite get it, but... Uh, question four. How many espresso cups does Chandler have when he first tells Janice he wants to break up? Oh, uh, I don't know, like a million? Uh, it's five. <clears throat> and question five. Where did Bob grow up? Cleveland. It's correct. Ba-ding! Oh, that's good. Well done. I did, I did clock that one. Hey, want to know what next week's episode is? Always and forever. Uh, it is from season six, episode 19, the one with Joey's fridge. Oh, new fridge. And we don't a have a quiz. Fridge. No quiz. Amy, once again, you are on duty. Um, talking of quizzes, see some of you at the quiz this Wednesday, hopefully. Uh, and that's all. 
and otherwise, goodbye. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess bye. Bye? Happy to say goodbye here? Yeah. Or have you, yeah, no. you sounded unsure? No, no, that's fine. You say goodbye then and we'll end it there. Bye. Goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.